Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. You're tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the American Journal. I am your host, Harrison Smith. Big show for you today. We're going to actually take up most of the first hour with a special presentation by Mike Lindell about some of the uh, some of the interesting questions about voting that uh, happened over the last couple of days. And so we'll go to that here very quickly. We won't waste any time. We'll get right to it. Here it is, your Daily Dispatch. All right, here it is, folks, your Daily Dispatch for Tuesday, the 10th of November, 2022. Hurricane Nicole makes landfall in Florida. Hurricane Nicole made landfall on the Atlantic coast in the U.S. state of Florida, meteorologists said Thursday, sparking mandatory evacuation orders. The Category 1 hurricane, a rare occurrence this late in the year, comes just weeks after Florida was battered by Hurricane Ian, one of the most powerful storms to hit the United States. Nicole was packing sustained maximum winds of up to 75 miles per hour and made landfall along the east coast of Florida, just south of Vero Beach. And apparently... uh, Apparently, Donald Trump refused to leave Mar-a-Lago, even though it was a mandatory evacuation order. But the hurricane has since been downgraded to a tropical storm. And, uh, of course, I think Florida Florida will be fine, considering that uh, well, they just seem to do everything a little bit better than everybody else these days. I think they'll be all right. And we have this story breaking from... Gateway Pundit, they did it again. Two massive unexplained ballot drops gave Gretchen Whitmer the lead in Michigan. They ran a drop and roll in Michigan last night. Yes, it did happen again. Last night in the 2022 midterms, the infamous drop and roll occurred in the Michigan governor race, just like it happened in the 2020 uh, presidential election. The crooks and criminals stealing U.S. elections are using different tactics. One of the major ways in which the 2020 election for president was stolen was the method the Gateway Pundit identified and labeled the drop and roll. The drop and roll in Incidents identified in the 2020 election, they found that 90% of the expected ballots were returned. Large batches, large batches of ballots were dropped with nearly every ballot for Joe Biden. These batches were as large as 330,000 ballots for Biden in Virginia in one single drop. And, of course, that same tactic was carried out uh, this year, 2022, to put Whitmer over the top. And you see, once again, the massive, very recognizable upticks in votes for the democrats while no similar rise for republicans a statistical anomaly that represents proof of fraud meanwhile some good news out of the election victorious Rand paul vows to subpoena every last document of dr fauci saying the COVID cover-up will end. After winning a decisive victory to secure his third term as Kentucky senator, Rand Paul promised to end the COVID cover-up by forcing Anthony Fauci into court. Paul to- told supporters he intends to focus on uncovering the evidence for COVID emerging from a lab and whether it was manipulated with funding from Fauci's NIH. He said, thanks for coming out to Dr. Fauci's retirement party, Paul joked saying, I promise you this, the COVID cover-up will end, the senator urged, adding, I will not only hold Dr. Fauci accountable, we will finally investigate why your tax dollars were sent to fund dangerous research in Wuhan. Very, very good news on that front, and we eagerly await the outcome of those investigations. 
Meanwhile, Biden has said that Musk's Twitter acquisition worth being looked at for national security risk. Which again, is just, it's just an incredible abuse of power from the federal government. Essentially what they're saying is if you run your big tech company in cooperation with us, you're fine. But if you sell to somebody who doesn't do our bidding, well, then maybe you're a national security threat then. Maybe you need to be dealt with like a terrorist. We'll get into that a little bit more later in the show. Finally, we have this story also from Infowars.com via The Daily Skeptic. Striking correlation between autumn vaccine boosters and excess deaths in England as total non-COVID excess deaths tops 23,000. And this, again, is a worldwide trend that we will explore later in this show as well as taking your calls. But when we get back, a special extended report by the one and only Mike Lindell looking into strange goings-on in the electoral process. Stay tuned, folks. We'll be right back. It's American Journal, InfoWars.com, Video. You're tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at Band.Video. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the American Journal, Infowars.com, Band.Videos, where you go to find us. We're going to spend this first hour of today's program watching together a video by Mike Lindell. It's called Crime Spikes. Mike Lindell shows real evidence of election fraud. It can be found at Band.Video. Already has 135,000 views. We we'd figure we'd give it a couple tens of thousands more here and watch it along as we investigate the fraud that was carried out just a few days ago. It can be found again on Bandot Video under the channel The Illegitimacy, The Illegitimate Presidency of Joe Biden. Here is Mike Lindell and his group of researchers showing massive spikes up and down in votes coming in vote counts coming out of many di- different races in the 2022 midterm elections. You can share this link at band.video. Here it is. That's something everybody can enjoy, real-time crime. Yeah. It's right there in front of you. Everybody yeah. can enjoy this. How do you hide this? I want one journalist in the world to write, there is no evidence. There is no evidence. There is no evidence of any crime. This is real-time crime. You can't deny it. The answer to 1984 tyranny is 1776. And our biggest sale of the year is now live. Black Friday comes early. Get up to 60% off at InfoWarsStore.com at checkout with promo code 1776. Jeff O'Donnell actually just captured, as a matter of fact, we're going to go to uh, Jeff uh, capturing a very clear spike. Let's take a look at it. Uh, uh, Jeff, let's go to you. We've got uh, the ability to show it on screen. Here we go. Okay. Oh, wow. Look at this, everybody. This is real-time crime, our first one of the night. (laughs) Our first one of the night. This is exciting. They are caught. Look at this, everybody. This is is exciting for the whole country and world. This is right. I I want a screenshot of that. This will will go down in history. Here it is on Frank's speech on the real-time crime desk. Look at that spike, everybody. And Jeff, I want you to explain it. Uh, what, whose race this is, and then when it took over, and then they, they were overriding the algorithms. It looked like, and then what happened? Give us, give us your analysis here. Well, what what happened is what we're seeing in a lot of places. Whereas the uh, the, the Democrat breaks out to an early lead, which we see that 
probably because that's where the uh, that's where most of the cheating is is taking place right there at the beginning. I don't like what happened with Carrie Lake again. I bring that up again. So you see that that in red, uh, Herschel Walker kept coming back, coming back, coming back, closing the gap as we started to get real election day votes in. At the moment, nearly the moment when the when when they were even, they were essentially even. There's two dots here. You can't tell the difference. Suddenly, there is an update that has. 117,000 votes for Warnock and 6,000 6, votes for Herschel Walker. So about 117,000 to 600. Uh, there you go. That's uh, wow. that's what happened. We want this. I want you to, if you can, send me this screenshot. We're going to send it out all over social media right now. And this is the re- the first real-time crime. We've caught him. They're they're trying to steal Herschel Walker's race. This is this isn't coming from us here. This is coming from the Edison report. This is real time crime going on here. And uh, wow, good catch, Jeff. And if you could take a screenshot, send it over to me. I got my social media gal here sitting here waiting for the first one to be put out, and she is excited. And she is very excited. Well, I have um, some. The, I have some negative uh, boat drops for you in Pennsylvania as well. When you want to hear about those, no way. Two in a row. Let's get with. We can. She's she's ecstatic here. But let's get. Let's do another one. Let's you do want another to see one. It? All right. Let's let's take a look here at. Uh, uh, I want to look at the Pennsylvania Senate race uh, with uh, Doctor Oz versus uh, Fetterman. One moment. Let's bring that up. And welcome to the real time real time crime desk, everybody in the country and around the world. Here we go. What do we got right. here? So we've got the blue is John Fetterman, and we've got the red is Austin. You can see things at this point anyway are not looking good, but there's you know <laughs> you never know what's going to happen. But note we have here we have the votes going up. I'm putting my cursor over it. Votes going you know staying the same, staying the same, and then we have we go from three hundred and twenty six thousand votes down to two hundred and eighty eight thousand votes. So where'd they go? They're gone. Okay. I want to explain this one, everybody. Now, I want everybody to look at this. And I, I can explain this and go, well, gee, why would they do that to a Democrat? They they lower. You can't go and reverse everybody. These are the order. These votes are coming in through the Edison report, which is one of the biggest monopolies in this country. Every single vote goes through New Jersey, and then it comes out to us. Well, when you start counting, I want everybody to count. One, two, let's count by tens. 10, 20, 30, 40. Let's count by hundreds. 100, 200, 300. You can't go in reverse when you're counting pieces, ballots. One, two. Oh, wait a minute. I'm going to throw a bunch off the pile. So my the reason is, here's what I think, Jeff. I think that they, that they lower that number. They lower that number. With that drop, because it was the cheat was too big there. They're making the steal. The algorithm is too big, and they got to correct it so it doesn't look like a big anomaly or a, or a huge deviation where the whole country knows they stole the election from him. What, what's your What's your opinion on that? Am I spot on? I think you are. Uh, that's that's certainly a, a good. I mean, there's there's no rational explanation because they don't. They, we see so many of these in, a, in an election that it's, in, it's impossible that it's that many human error mistakes. Right, uh, right. And, 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 but here you see, I, I switched over while you were talking. 
to the governor race in uh, Pennsylvania, and you'll see it happened there too. There, now, wait this a minute. Is not no, supposed this is, to hold it. Is this the governor's race right now going on? That's correct. That's Mastriano and Shapiro. Okay. Now, everybody. Now, now let me tell you. So here's here's reality, everybody. These when they set these algorithms, it, you got to kind of you still got to kind of guess, don't you, Jeff? You got to kind of you got to make an estimated guess of what the score is going to be. Because if you cheat too big, it's like I said before, everybody. I'm going to give everybody another example. If I said uh, the state of Pennsylvania that went uh, six thousand or six million for Donald Trump and uh, two thousand votes for Biden. Everyone in the world would say, um, no, that's a computer error. Something's wrong. And then as you go and you go, okay, how about 5 million for Trump and um, 500 for Biden or 5,000 for Biden or 500,000? They have to make it within a reason of the whole world to go, oh, I guess that could happen. And this is what they're doing here. They put the algorithms thinking how many votes maybe that Mastriano was going to get and they set them too high, everybody. Look at that big, look in the beginning when they stole them there, it went straight up or almost straight up. And then you go over a little bit and another uptick. And now they overcorrected. Look at the difference between the two. So they had to correct it and take away votes. You guys, machines, people don't go, um, hey, um, 20,000 people or 150,000 people don't go in and say, I want to take my vote back. I don't want to vote. Jeff, what was that drop right there? How many votes was that drop we're seeing at the real the real time crime desk here? How many votes dropped there? About ninety thousand. Ninety thousand votes, you guys. If you're tuning in, that's a Democrat. They took ninety thousand votes off of a Democrat. Why did they do that? Because the cheat was set so big in the beginning. Look at the beginning, Jeff. Point to the two spikes that were that you can't explain. Okay, the one in the beginning, and then you go over a little bit, and there's another one. How many how many votes spike is that right there? About 90,000. <laughs> well, 90,000. How about let's go to the next spike. Let's move over to the next Democrat spike. This is the governor's race, by the way, if you tune in, of Pennsylvania. What's that crime spike? We're going to call them crime spikes. That's my new name. <laughs> Okay, go to the next That's about 63, 63,000 is So we have a 63,000, we have a 90,000 crime spike, another 90,000 crime spike, a 63,000 crime spike. We will continue with this video on the other side. Stay with us. Crime spikes, you can share that link at band.video. Mike Lindell's presentation continues on the other side. Everybody says they want people to stand up and fight tyranny. But when you fight tyranny, the new world order comes after you. Now, I knew that. And for 28 years, I've been on air exposing these people, and together we've had a great effect. But listen, they're coming after us right now. They're trying to shut us down, but they can't beat the power of we the people, of you and I together. So please visit InfoWarsStore.com and get incredible, game-changing products while at the same time keeping us on air. We have the biggest sale of the year running right now at InfoWarsStore.com, and you get an additional 10% off on the deals that are at least 40% off. Many are 50% off on Vitamin Mineral Fusion, X3, DNA Force Plus, you name it. So on top of 50% off... 
at checkout with promo code 1776 or 1776, an additional 10% off and no Patriot points. This is by far the biggest sell of the year. Keeps us on air, plus they're great products. Check them out at InfoWarsStore.com with promo code 1776. Once a tragedy reaches a level of national significance, American citizens should be allowed to basically question that event in any way that they deem fit. The First Amendment is unique in the world. That's what they want to take away, your ability to speak freely. So they're going to go for Mike Lindell next, or are they going to go for Steve Bannon, or are they going to go for Tucker Carlson? I studied the globalists 30 years ago, but on air 28 years, and I knew they were planning all of this, and I warned the public as a modern Paul Revere. But I couldn't have done it without your support. And now, because we've been so successful warning the population of the planet, not just America, we're public enemy number one when it comes to the globalist agenda. That's why it's more important than ever to realize how successful InfoWars has been because of your past support. So I salute you and I thank you. And I ask you now, at the critical juncture of the battle, to redouble your efforts by visiting InfoWarsStore.com and getting amazing products that keep us on air. 1776 the promo code the destination is infowarstore.com and i thank you all for your support you're listening to the american journal watch it live right now at band.video That's about 63,000. 63, so we have a 63,000. We have a 90,000 crime spike, another 90,000 crime spike, a 63,000 crime spike. And then they go, uh-oh, the whole world's going to know that Mastriano's getting, you know, we're cheating by too much. So what do they do, everybody? Right there, point to the cursor. They got, they took away 90,000 votes from the Democrat. Yeah, if you, guys, if you look, is- it took the vote total back to where it had been way back here. They see that erased all of the vote total increases. You guys, from that look time. at that. In that time span, everybody, this is the order these votes are coming in. This is real time crime, everybody. This is what I've been telling you about. This is what, and Casper records show this same type of thing, don't they, um, Jeff? Uh, yes, well, they don't show negatives, but uh, they, <laughs> but they, they show uh, the patterns that, that aren't, they show aren't the natural. Patterns, right. They show the algorithm patterns, you guys. Now, there is not anyone in the world that can deny, they can't deny that this is real-time crime. Those are crime spikes and crimes. These are these are real-time crime spikes, machine manipulation. If looking at this, do we have um um do we have a a poll that's out there right now? What do they say this race is at? Or what do they say the governor's race? Um, what this Pennsylvania crime? Can, can you give us an update of where they they say the, that the uh, election's at right now? Do we have a report? Well, in the in the uh, I back it up to the Senate race. Uh, I know that the last I saw, it did have pause up by two or three points. Two or three points. Yeah. But now look. But now look at that. Everybody. So he's up by two or three points. Okay. Now, what about what about the governor's race, Mastriano? I believe it was about the, the same difference the other way. I think it was two or three points, uh, Shapiro. So, does everybody understand that it's like it's like a fixed football game? Everybody, I want everyone to understand when we say override the algorithms. Now, I'm going to use this for. I used to be a compulsive gambler. I used to bet on football and have come to my door and go, "Hey, pay it, pay up today." 
Well, yeah, I'm going to tell everybody when they when you when there's a fixed game, say there's a fixed football game or any game out there, and you fix a game and maybe maybe you have a couple players are paid off or you know they miss a couple holding calls or or the referees you know pay pay this off make you know make a couple holding calls maybe this was all just conspiracy back in the day but that's been proven that these games that there were games out there that were fixed now when you fix the game. It doesn't. It's. It doesn't mean that you that it's a hundred percent that you're going to win that fixed game because the other team, in spite of even fixing it and having paid off players on the one team, the other ones could just play out of their mind and just overrun the fix, or or, or overrun the point spread or whatever it may be. Here, I believe that this this is how we're going to override these algorithms. But Jeff, did the, the, the only thing is, is early on there when they adjusted that and took 90,000 votes away, um, this, I believe, now do you think that those were early voting that were being counted there? Because I want to make another point. I'm making that assumption based on the right. pattern. Yeah. Right. So, so let's say everybody, um, this, this, when you see that blue go down there, that prime time or that, uh, that spike that goes that took votes away from that Democrat. But now here's the deal. In the early voting, this is where I told everyone you have to vote same day. So they're stealing it with these algorithms, stealing it, stealing it, stealing it. And now when those real stay of votes come in, I'm hoping, and this is what we're praying for, that they override these algorithms that were preset, pulling names from the voter rolls illegally, criminally, and that's why we have this. This is a dream come true, Jeff. It's, you're exactly right what was going to happen. This is real-time crime. It was worth the wait. You see what they did, everybody? Look at this. These are the order they're coming in. They couldn't change the Edison report and hide the crime in time. They couldn't hide the crime in time, everybody. Okay, I want, and all the terrible journalists that usually watch my program on their favorite show, all of you guys pay attention here. Look at that. You see that Democrat going, ding, up 150,000 votes because Herschel was taking the lead. So they just dumped a bunch of votes by computer in there. Everybody can understand that. That's something everybody can enjoy, real-time crime. It's right there in front of you. Everybody yeah. can enjoy this. How do you hide this? I want one journalist in the world to write, there is no evidence. There is no evidence. There is no evidence of any crime. This is real-time crime. You can't deny it. So we, I would I would like any of the journalists, the horrible, terrible journalists out there, please call my phone right now and, and tell me what you're seeing as I explain this. Okay? That's your um, – Cheryl, would you like to call me? Emma Brown? Jim Acosta, any of you guys out there would like to call? There it is right there. We're from the real-time crime desk, and this is just one of many we're going to find tonight. So if um, I guess, and here, and Jeff, let me see if I can explain this in Garland. If When, when you're seeing this, my guess is these are still the mail-in ballots that are coming in and the early voting that, that's, that's coming through. And when you see that, if you can, when, as, as they're stealing and they're adjusting and adjusting, um, the, and see where Herschel's catching up again there. So they're over, and pretty soon they'll run out of railroad track, won't they? And then, and then if they have no more names to steal from the voter rolls, if it's the, if it's the day of voting coming in, that's where we overrun the algorithms. Is that correct in, in theory or is that, or is that fact? I think that you see 
it came out when you look at this this right here it, the warnock came out to the to the fairly large lead relatively speaking uh and then they began to run out of uh run out of railroad as you said and then uh the i think day of election day voting uh began is what responsible for bringing uh Hersha walker back up and right. uh that spike up there is pretty inexplicable. That one is uh, looks to be just a reactionary dump Ab- of ballots or something. Ab- absolutely. Uh, there is no technical explanation for that spike, and there's no explanation from an election integrity perspective for that kind of a spike. That's 100,000 votes that comes wow. out of nowhere. I, that's just not real. Right, right. And this is what we've been telling everybody. Everyone that's watching in this country, you need to share this with all your friends. We just put it out on social media. And this needs to be shared everywhere. This is the perfect example. You can see in the beginning where the Democrat takes the big lead because they they set the algorithms. Heck, they probably preloaded ballots. Here you go. Have a nice have a nice ride. Get ready for the race because we already know the winner. They're racing, racing. Well, then the real time votes come in, the real votes, and Herschel's passing passing the opponent up, and then they go, "You ain't getting ahead of us." Bam! Up goes the spike. And 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 uh, Jeff, I want to ask you this: when the when the votes are reported, once it goes through Edison in New Jersey, um, if 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 they would report, if they didn't put that spike in where it was, and things kept going at that pattern, and now look, if they, if you to take those hundred and fifty thousand votes out of there right now, or and put them over there, Herschel would have the lead by. Yeah. It looks to me on the chart here by about two hundred thousand votes. Is that correct? It would be a, it would be a, a a big it would be a big lead. I mean, what we say that's uh, yeah uh, one hundred. And now, now at this point, it's only a uh, holy moly! It's only like a three thousand or thirty thousand vote difference right now. So, right. yeah, so maybe I am extremely honored to be seen by the globalists as their number one enemy. I am blessed to know that our information is so hardcore that the enemies of humanity are obsessed with silencing us. They know the truth about their globalist operations is exposed. It's came over. And all over the planet, humanity is awakening and peacefully fighting back. And our main tool is free speech and the truth we promote using free speech. That's why when you share articles and videos from Band.Video or Infowars.com or Newswars.com, it changes the world. And that's why when you go to Infowarsstore.com and get amazing products that empower you and your body and your immune system and that of your family, you're also empowering the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalists. The fight starts at InfoWars.com, and the support of the fight starts at InfoWarsStore.com. God bless, and thank you all for your support. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. Show would be up by 100, you guys. So if you took that cheat out, if you took that real-time crime spike out, if you took that real spike out, that crime spike, Herschel would be up by 150,000 votes. Now, if you, if, you, if you did it at the end, if he had a big lead, and then all of a sudden you go, 
um, Edison report, Herschel's ahead by 150,000 votes. And and the race is running out. They wouldn't be able to stick that in at that time because it would be too obvious. You know what I mean, everybody? So you they had to do it then going, oh, dang it, he's catching up again. We better get this spike in soon enough. And I'm going to tell everybody that's exactly what happened in Arizona in Kerry Lake's primary. Kerry Lake was, they were stealing it, stealing it. Then the real day votes came in. And she ended up at 2 in the morning getting ahead by 12,000 votes. And what did they do? They shut her down. There was only 90,000 votes left to count. But the whole world knows she was winning 70, so, 30, 70, 30. Uh, this is the Michigan governor race, or we have uh, Tudor Dixon against uh, Gretchen Whitmer. Uh, the, the very, very uh, even race. Again, if you're looking for spikes... There was a, a spike here, which uh, is in relation to everything else that happened, pretty pretty big. Um, there are, I believe, still some votes left. I don't think this one's been called yet. Um, I would not, but it's interesting. There was this, another huge dump of votes right here, actually pretty much equal for both candidates. Uh, but it'd be interesting to see where, where that one's going. It's about uh, 859,000 to 755. So there's quite a gap there. Um, so, so, Jeff, let's take a look at those spikes right there that you're showing in the middle of the screen and uh, for Widmer, uh, which don't really make any sense. Um, zoom in a little bit. Yeah. So, um, and I, 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 I'm going to have to lean over, but let's. Yeah, I'm seeing about 100,000. Um, yeah, it looks like about 100,000 votes spiked there, if I'm reading that correctly. Out of nowhere, yes, that one, for Gretchen Widmer. Um, that has all the indications of a vote dump, uh, of, of likely counterfeit ballots. Um, both of these look really, really strange, but in particular— Yeah, that, this one. Yeah, that one— Because had, there was uh, almost hardly any increase in the other— yeah. That's 22.23, so it's 10.23 p.m. Uh, Eastern time, if I'm reading that correctly. Correct. And so that is almost beyond belief. Uh, we see this in Georgia. This is exactly the kind of vote spike that turned the Georgia election for uh, Joe Biden um, after uh, Brad Raffensperger should have stopped counting and should have actually uh, recorded and certified all the, all the results. So we're seeing the same kind of vote spike here in Michigan. So I just wanted to take a minute to point that out. This is not something that you would normally see, and Jeff can tell you a little more about this, but but you don't see a massive vote spike for one candidate in any state, county, or precinct. It just doesn't happen. It looks extremely suspicious. Uh, you now have a, a fairly small, very tiny, percentage-wise, very tiny uh, difference now with a slight lead for Fetterman. Uh, but that is that lead is being chipped away with every uh, with every update. Um, five out of the last seven updates have been uh, pro Oz. In other words, Oz has had more votes than Fetterman in five out of the last seven updates, and they've all been fairly uh, uniform size. Uh, so the momentum is definitely in Oz's side, and might just be able to do it. Right. Again, I'm not all that certain why there is such a difference. Given how highly politicized things are between that and the governor race, 
which is not getting close at all. And um, I'm sure, you know, people can come up with reasons and that, but still, this is a, a very, very different graph than, uh, you can just worry between them, than yeah. that. Just so from honest observations, if you don't mind me asking, that does that look natural to you? It looks natural to me, does it not, this? compared to the other? Yes, um, it does. Right? Yeah, it, it looks fairly, yes. uh, yeah, it looks fairly natural. Uh, and it actually looks what we expect, given what we're seeing these days, in that, once again, uh, it appears that you've got uh, the absentee, which are going to be pro-Democrat and also are going to contain most of whatever fraud that there is uh, in there. And then followed by, as you start getting the mix of Election Day votes in, uh, you see it starting to t tighten up. So mm -hmm. that we were, I've seen many, many tonight that follow that, that pattern. And the one thing, uh, Jeff, excuse me for interrupting, but the one thing that is not natural, even though, as you said, uh, Pete, that looks like a very natural graph. But at the very, very beginning, and we see this over and over again, there is a, in this case, it appears to be about uh, 50,000 plus initial vote uh, injection injection yes. for Fetterman at the very beginning of the race. And oh, we, wow. We have seen this over and over again, race after race after race across different states um, and uh, even in different counties when, when there's a county race or a different district. Um, suddenly, there are, there's always the, um, uh, the establishment candidate is ends up with a fifty hundred thousand dollar uh, hundred thousand vote lead right after the out of the starting blocks, and from that point on, as you said, the graph looks very very normal. Mm. But if if you look here, this 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 very first update had one hundred and thirty thousand votes for Fetterman and twenty two thousand plus for Oz. I'll tell you, I'll say that again: one hundred and thirty thousand at for moment Fetterman. zero. At, at the first update right. after the mm -hmm. after eight o'clock, right? Yeah, and Oz had twenty two thousand five hundred. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. So uh, there's your problem, as they say, mm -hmm. and you you can see that 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 difference right there, one thirty to twenty two. That's about a uh, what o uh, over hundred eight thousand, say a yeah. hundred thousand difference. Well, guess what? Now that we're up here, we got 196 to 191. We have a 50,000 vote difference now. Mm. So, in other words, <laughs> this made wow, this that made created, a huge difference. This created the, yes. the, the lead. 50 or five? That was five thousand, right? Uh, one hundred one million nine sixty-two. Oh, okay. To one million nine sixteen. Now, so. now gotcha. Jeff, gotcha. You know, uh, w w without making it. Too complex, while at the same time not dumbing it down. I have a question about that. Preloading it algorithmically um, as they start to get the the same day voters, um, they, they can pretty much establish based on certain polling data or certain data uh, how much they need to front load the ballots, and then the only variable would be how many people actually show up and vote, and they make the adjustment thereafter. Correct. Correct. So. Their initial, their algorithm with that initial front-loading of those ballots, they always stay ahead of that curve if they need to make the adjustment, correct? Correct. I mean, think about how our, parent, our parents' generation cheated elections. Right. You waited to the end, you saw how many votes you needed, and you found them. Stuff, yes, and right. stuffed them into the and, ballot and, box. And 
we've now very good at uh, find, uh, detecting that. We look, mm. you know, we look for that for those late ballot dumps. Right. And so, you know, if if if, if you're going to give an award to the people who stole the 2020 election uh, for anything that, that they did, it would be the decision to like we'll dump them at the beginning because nobody looks at the beginning. Right. For uh, for for a, a big dump, and and then we'll also have the machine smooth it out so you can't even see that there's a big dump unless you're really looking hard, right? Uh, so and this, apparently they have kept to that same formula. Yes, here in uh, in the midterms, and okay. we're watching it. I mean, this stuff is absolutely fascinating as we're watching this real time here at the real time crime because these these are crimes ultimately. I mean, everyone's. Uh, now, since 2020, uh, Jeff and Garland, I want you to comment on this uh, before we throw back to uh, the main studio. Um, All right, ladies and gentlemen, what you're watching right now is available on band.video. It's called Crime Spikes. Mike Lindell shows real evidence of election fraud. There's there monitoring it as it was happening. We'll finish up with this video on the other side. Your phone calls and more. It's American Journal. Share that video, folks. Band.video, Infowars.com. They both have them. Share them now. Hit the share button. Gives you that disguised URL. The globalists are in an absolute panic right now. They are attacking and suing and censoring and spying on and engaging in bullying and physical attacks against populist conservatives and Christians, not just in America, but worldwide. And their number one most hated enemy in the media is InfoWars because we know the globalist number, we know their operation, we know their modus operandi, and we know how to take them down peacefully. We've got great products that fund the operation that also are incredibly powerful and the highest quality for your immune system and more. We have the biggest sale of the year going right now. Black Friday comes early. Use promo code 1776 and get up to 60% off on these best-selling products at InfoWarsStore.com. Biggest sale of the year, promo code 1776, up to 60% off. Take action now and empower your body. It's the fourth coin that we've released in the last year. And I believe the most powerful, the man in the arena coin, Teddy Roosevelt. Citizen of a republic, the man in the arena. There's only 10,000 of this coin in existence in the world. It will never be made again. And it's not just an amazing historic coin. It funds the information war against the globalist. This is something you want to hand down to your grandchildren. This is something you want to own. And as a fundraiser, it is funding the information war against the globalist. Ladies and gentlemen, 10,000 coins are available. They'll sell out very quickly. Please be part of history. And thank you all for your support. You can go to 1776coin.com or you can go to patriotcollectibles.com and secure this coin. There's only 10,000 of this coin in existence and it funds the info war. Man in the Arena coin, Teddy Roosevelt, 1776coin.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You are watching American Journal. We're spending the first hour of today's program watching this fantastic live presentation that was occurring during the uh, election on Tuesday. You can find this video 
under the illegitimate presidency of Joe Biden channel on band.video. It's Mike Lindell. The name of the video is Crime Spikes. Mike Lindell shows real evidence of election fraud. Let's continue this presentation. You know, over two years, we've certainly learned a whole heck of a lot. And the way I'm feeling right now, having watched the anomalies on election night on November 2020, not really knowing what was happening, uh, now as we've learned our way through this, tonight, as we watch it unravel real time, um, we're pretty much catching them. All Americans should be very familiar uh, and, of course, very, very upset about what's happening in this system. They will not stop, will they, Garland? Right, and Pete, what they should be upset about is the reason that we're sitting here right now. The reason that we're sitting here right now is because ballots are counted in secret without public oversight or public view. And if ballots were counted in public, you could verify the voting system results. Uh, You could then also detect any counterfeits that were were injected. And, in fact, if you did that, you wouldn't even need the machines to begin with. So that's a whole other reason. But they don't want to get to public counting of ballots because once you get there, they're going to realize you don't need the machines anyway. And we can't have legitimate elections with secret counted uh, uh, ballots. That's just, it's insane. Uh, This is like the Wizard of Oz voting. Uh, Just look over there. We'll tell you who won. Mike, you're going to love this. You're going to love this. This is the Illinois Senate race. This is Tammy Duckworth's uh, race. It not only has several uh, impossible, uh, what do we call them? Uh, The dives Uh, up. Real-time crime spikes. We call them crime crime spikes. That was it, crime spikes. Uh, Crime spike. And it has a a back down as well, a, a, a loss of votes like nothing else yet. Tonight, there we go. Wow, look at this, everybody. That's a million votes up and a million votes down. You know, a million votes here and a million votes there, and eventually it adds up to real, you know, real elections. Right. Okay, I really want, um, I want this picture, I want a screenshot. Jeff, if you could send me some screenshots. I got my social media, y'all. We're getting, we're getting hundreds of thousands all across social media. They're sharing the social walker one went crazy. I want you to send me this one, send me others, but can you explain this one? Can you explain this one? Well, I, I, I can't really explain it. Yeah. The, I mean, I can't. There is it, no explanation. There is no explanation, right? but you see that uh, uh, I'm actually surprised that, that this was as close as it is. Uh, and what happened here, though, was you had an update at uh, Eastern Time, what is that, uh, 1042, of about a million votes for Duckworth and pretty much none for the other person. And then you see, it wasn't like it was something that came right back. It's like we kept on having a little more updates, a little more updates, and then suddenly there goes the million votes back down again. Uh, so it almost hides the fact that you have these uh, very, very big spikes. Take us through each real-time crime spike. From uh, uh, about 291 to 396. So that was about 100,000 votes right wow. there compared to um, less about a couple thousand for the other uh, for the other one. Right, right. Yep. Then this one. That one's uh, a big one, everybody. 
Yep, this one goes from 569 to 817, so that's uh, about 200 and let's call it 250,000. And right. the other person got uh, 385, you know, maybe 100,000. So it was a, it was a 2 to 1 uh, right. or so. So Sorry that, that so if I was looking at this Jeff, when they when they wanted that Democrat to take that big lead and now you go over there to that big huge spike where a million votes up would that be a uh, let's let me explain to everyone everything goes through uh, at this Edison report which is a monopoly out in New Jersey is that correct right yes okay so everything goes through this report now that million person spike there million vote spike could only be done with computers obviously right one would imagine it would be difficult to come up with a way that someone could have accidentally keyed in an extra million votes. But uh, <laughs> so we don't know where, you know, we don't know at what point because of the confusing and mystifying way that the, the vote counts get from the counties to uh, Edison and the and the media. Right. Uh, we, you know, we don't know at what point that this might have happened, you right. know, this, this number. And that's you know, part of the problem and if there's no accountability and we're talking about all these black box systems, there's another one. Right. We just well, the, don't... well, the one thing we do know is that you can't take a million votes cannot go the other way. Not even no. one vote can go in the <laughs> negative, everybody. Here we're counting ballots as they come in. One, two, three, <laughs> all of a sudden, wait, am I up to three? No, I'm at negative two. I mean, it doesn't happen, everybody. It's impossible. <laughs> So and this is something else. Um, it's it's stuff like this, Mike, that that points out that you just can't trust the system at all. Right, right. Uh, because you know, even if you say, okay, uh, this wasn't done in an attempt for fraud, let's let's you know give that that you know supposition. Uh, what kind of system that's used in our elections, something as important as our elections, allows this to happen? Every vote in the United States goes through Edison, right? That's pretty much the only place you can say that, yes. Well, pretty much, or it is the only place? It is the only place. I mean, the only other would be, well, you know, the newspapers, you know, the newspapers that print everything. That's got to be one of the biggest monopolies that ever there ever was when every vote goes through this Edison research in New Jersey, right? They're in New Jersey? They are in New Jersey. Yeah, and but, I don't know uh, the significance <laughs> of that, but but it's just uh, so these are reports coming right out of what, right out of the machines, correct? It's what the machines are telling. Ultimately, you. ultimately, they came from the machines and probably passed between two to four different portals on the way uh, on the way to the newspapers. Unmute, Garland. Mike. You made you made an important point that I just want to uh, make sure everybody understood because we talked about it very very quickly. But you said that this has to be some type of electronic type of fraud because you can't load this many ballots in that short of a time frame. There, it's just not possible. So even if you take take one of the smaller spikes there, um, uh, Jeff, the one I think was at twenty three twenty three, which is before the big one, uh, but um, that, even that one, the smaller one, and let me just. Let me just point. 
I'm going to get the cursor on that one. Yeah, just bring the cursor on the small. Yeah, so let's just take the smaller one. That's not possible. I don't see any way that that is possible without some type of electronic manipulation of the results because you can't process that many ballots that fast. Uh, in a given uh, in, in a given state, so there's something wrong there, and I just wanted to uh, point that out again because I thought you made a really quick point, but we we good point, but we glossed over it really fast. You, I, you know, Jeff, I'm going to go to you because I really want you to speak to if you did not already. Yeah, Jeff, um, can you pull up pull up the odds, pull up the uh, the Edison report on that, the graphs? They've had to just pump um, votes into Fetterman. I I. I guarantee it. It's impossible. Yeah, it's a, it's it's about uh, two million two thirty five to two million one eighty five. So uh, percentage wise, so that's not like, much. That's... So if you look, if you look at this, if I'm looking at this, I'm going okay. In the beginning, it looks like there was one little pump of votes right in the beginning there to give them that little edge. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was that? How many votes was that that were dropped in right there? Uh, about 80, between 80 and 90,000 votes. So 80, 90,000 votes, everybody. Um, you know what? That's a lot of votes. That's a lot of votes. And they didn't, they couldn't have come in that fast. Like, like Garland said, you're going to just drop these. All okay. right, ladies and gentlemen, that again is a video called Crime Spikes. Mike Lindell shows real evidence of election fraud where you can see these unaccountable, unexplainable spikes in Democrat voting counts as they watch live on election night. You can share that video at band.video and infowars.com. Go to infowarsstore.com to support everything that we do. The Black Friday comes early. Mega blowout sale is on with top products up to 60% off. Plus, you're getting double Patriot points, plus an additional 10% off with the promo code 1776. Everything from the whole food, a multivitamin to X3 to the ultimate krill oil. It's all powerful. It's all available for massive discount at InfoWarsStore.com. Go there today. I am extremely honored to be seen by the globalists as their number one enemy. I am blessed to know that our information is so hardcore that the enemies of humanity are obsessed with silencing us. They know the truth about their globalist operations is exposed. It's game over. And all over the planet, humanity is awakening and peacefully fighting back. And our main tool is free speech and the truth we promote using free speech. That's why when you share articles and videos from Band.Video or Infowars.com or Newswars.com, it changes the world. And that's why when you go to InfoWarsStore.com and get amazing products that empower you and your body and your immune system and that of your family, you're also empowering the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalist. The fight starts at InfoWars.com, and the support of the fight starts at InfoWarsStore.com. God bless, and thank you all for your support. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is The American Journal. We're going to get into quite a bit of stuff today. We're going to get into your phone calls, of course. We're going to talk a little bit about what's been going on at the Stuart Rhodes trial, the Oath Keepers trial taking place right now. 
And we'll get into some of that. We have some inside information on that front. We'll also, of course, talk about the fallout from the election on Tuesday a little bit more. But there's also big tech, transgender, COVID, all sorts of fantastic news coming up. But first, I wanted to go to this video. It is the latest by Greg Reese. It's about a thread, a tweet thread from Kim.com, who himself is a very interesting story of being persecuted by the American government. It's called a thread of important questions that everyone, every American should be asking. It can be shared at band.video and infowars.com. Please do share these links. We, re- we rely on you to get this information out there. Here is the latest Greg Reese report. On the eve of the U.S. elections, Kim.com published a thread of important questions that every American should be asking. He wrote, the U.S. proxy war in Ukraine is not going well. Let's ask some important questions and see if you have the answers. Feel free to reply. One, how long will people in the West accept sending billions to Ukraine? while they have a major cost-of-living crisis. Two, now that large parts of Ukraine are without power, how many millions of additional Ukrainian refugees can Europe support? Winter is coming. Three, Russia prepares a major offensive this winter with up to 500,000 fresh troops. How will Ukraine stop them with their depleted army? Four, The Russian economy is fine despite Western sanctions. Russia now sells oil and gas to China and India, with Turkey becoming the new energy hub to Europe, meaning Russia can afford this war for as long as it wants. Are Western taxpayers prepared to spend a trillion in Ukraine? Five, Russia is now mass producing $30,000 kamikaze drones. They destroy NATO weapon systems that cost millions. While Russia is fighting a low budget war, it preserves high end arms for a confrontation with NATO. How long until NATO is running out of high end arms to defend itself? Six, Russia is winning because it has the clear strategic advantage. Time is on its side. The longer this conflict takes, the more likely the defeat of the West becomes, no matter how much money and arms they send to Ukraine. What then? NATO troops in Ukraine? Nuclear war? Or peace? 7. The US-EU propaganda is failing. Most people can see the reality of this US proxy war. It's all over the internet. Ukraine flags on social media have disappeared. And as with past U.S. wars built on lies, this one is also running out of steam. Who still supports this nonsense? 8. Now ask yourself the most important question. The U.S. proxy war in Ukraine only serves U.S. interests to prevent BRICS from ending USD dominance. U.S. empire is bankrupt. Time to accept that. Let's go multipolar. This is not the issue for which humanity must end in a nuclear war. Kim.com is correct. President Vladimir Putin's suggestion for a multipolar world is the only reasonable solution. 1776 worldwide. Reporting for InfoWars, 
This is Greg Reese. Share that video, band.video, InfoWars.com, a thread of important questions that every American should be asking. And remember to go to InfoWarsStore.com to support us. It's not just the shows that we do here live on the InfoWars network, but also it's band.video and the incredible researchers, content creators, spokespeople, which is all of the wonderful stuff that we do on a daily basis. It's all brought to you entirely by InfoWarsStore.com. Go there now to support us in this mission to free the world. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. You came down to this southern town last summer to show the folks a brand new way of life. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Second hour of American Journal has begun here on InfoWars.com and Band.video. So glad you're here with us today. Still have a lot to talk about. So in the first hour, watching that very important live broadcast that you can now find archived at Band.video which again illustrates one of the important parts of having something like band.video since you can talk about things like voter fraud, elections being stolen right in front of you, in front of your very eyes, uh, and not have it deleted by the big tech masters who would rather cover up the crimes of their globalist compatriots. So band.video is where you can find and share that. Still have a lot to talk about today, although I got to say it's a little bit of a, a little bit of a slow news day today. It's like everybody's still reeling from the elections, and even the elections haven't changed too much. There's been a few decisions here, a few decisions there, but largely and importantly, some of the more contentious races have not yet been decided, are still up in the air, are still too close to call. That's the case in Arizona and elsewhere. But again, I think the the real takeaway from all of this is, is anybody even – trust the voting system at all anymore i mean is there any evidence that we should trust it even in the slightest or is the overwhelming sense that they could be cheating they could not be cheating there'd be no way to tell there'd be no way to know no one would care even if it was proven democrats are so power hungry and deceptive they'd be fine if it turned out that they had to cheat to win, they would think, well, you know, whatever it takes, we're the good guys after all. So whatever we do is good. You know, whatever we do is good because we're the good guys. So if we have to cheat to win, that's just that's just what the good guys have to do. Completely self-defeating process taking place here, but that's how it goes. I guess we'll stick on the election for a second. We'll move into more cultural topics here in just a moment. Let's go to clip number nine here. This is Tucker Carlson talking about the lesson we can take away from the midterms of 2022 and what should be done about the Republicans who utterly failed to capitalize on the situation that we find ourselves in, which is, of course, everything the Democrats have done have been an abysmal failure, and yet Republicans can't win elections when you have these people running things. It's pretty incredible. Let's go now to Tucker Carlson. Republicans swore they were going to sweep a red tsunami. That's what they told us. And we, to be honest, cautiously believed them. But they did not sweep, not even close to sweeping. The Republican Party, in the end, may take control of the House and the Senate, but only by a tiny margin at best. That's great, but it was not the plan. The plan was really simple. It seemed easy a week ago. An unpopular president, a faltering economy, an open border, 
the looming risk of nuclear war. How about that? Put all those together. How could there not be a massive Republican win nationally? Wins everywhere. Well, there weren't some exceptions, but overall there weren't. Joe Biden was not punished. In fact, he was out there bragging about himself today. Pretty frustrating. He wanted Republicans to win, not simply because they're so great, but because Democrats are so very bad. And that's not an overstatement. So what happened? Well, before we give you our theories as to what happened, one obvious point, the people whose job it was to win but did not win should go do something else now. We're speaking specifically of the Republican leadership of the House and the Senate and of the RNC. There's nothing personal. Some of them are no doubt nice people, but they took hundreds of millions of dollars to paint the map red, and they didn't. It doesn't mean they're evil. It doesn't mean they should be jailed. It does mean they shouldn't be promoted. No one should ever be rewarded for failure. If there's a truly conservative principle in life, it's the principle of the meritocracy. You reward excellence. You do not reward mediocrity. And when you do, things fall apart. Democrats kept promoting Tony Fauci, despite his obvious ineptitude. What is that? That's corruption. Republicans should never do anything like that. And if they do, what's the point of voting for them? They're no different. So the question is, why did Republicans underperform last night? You're hearing a lot of people saying it was about abortion. Suburban ladies were mad about Roe. That's certainly plausible in some places, probably true. On the other hand, a number of resolutely pro-life Republicans thrived statewide. That would include Ron Johnson in Wisconsin, Brian Kemp in Georgia, Ted Budd in North Carolina, pro-lifers all. So abortion may have been a factor, but it's not the whole answer. Many others are saying that Donald Trump is the reason Republicans didn't do as well as they thought they would. That's a more complicated question. The truth is we can't really see the entire picture. Yeah, and we'll talk a little bit more about the abortion topic in a, in a little while. Tucker Carlson also, you can find the article at Infowars.com, also said the Democrats have conditioned Americans to passively accept election theft. I think is absolutely true. He points out that electronic voting machines, Politico told us, are in fact easily hacked and manipulated, said Carlson, which is why real countries like France have banned them and used paper ballots instead. But that's just the way it is, corporate media tells the American people. If we don't eliminate freedom of speech in this country and impose more censorship to fight disinformation, voters might try to opt out of the current utopia, Carlson said in a, sec- in a segment, citing a recent Guardian report that claimed if Americans don't accept Democrats' will and their shady election practices, we'll have civil war. Yeah. And this is this is the strategy that we always talk about the globalists using. If you if you just willingly step into their cage, if you willingly give yourself over to slavery, then it's fine. Then you're fine. They're they're perfectly willing to accept you and, and put a chain around your neck and you know keep you there for life. But if you fight, if you refuse to come willingly, then you get trouble. Then they have to really bring out the big guns. It's not so much that you're making a choice as to whether to surrender to them or not. It's whether you come easily or whether it's a struggle. But either way, they're going to try to force you. Of course, the whole night was plagued with very strange things going on, not just pointed out by Republicans, but by people like Diane Sayre for U.S. Senate who says, last night I had over 55,000 votes, and by this morning I have less than 30,000. Well, isn't that interesting? She was running against Chuck Schumer, and she somehow lost 20,000 votes overnight. That's kind of interesting, isn't it? Well, too bad it's the most secure election of all time, so shut up, Diane. <laughs> I mean, it's just, you know, what, suspicious that you lost nearly half your vote count overnight for no reason at all? 
Well, too bad. You can't question it. That's the media landscape that we live in now. Meanwhile, dead candidates win U.S. elections. Pennsylvania State Representative Tony DeLuca won his race for state Congress in a landslide victory on Tuesday. The only problem? He died last month, leaving officials in an odd position as they prepare another election to fill the vacant seat. DeLuca is just one of multiple deceased politicians to score wins this week. You've got dead politicians. You've got undead politicians. You've got semi-living politicians being controlled by machines. Uh, It's just a full-on who's who horror show in the Democratic Party. And I think it's indicative of uh, what a lot of people are calling late-stage empire. It's a late-stage empire. Remember when – who was it? Was it Nero or Caligula that made his horse a senator? How long will it be until we have horses for senators? I think within 10 years we will have – it will start as a joke, but then it will actually happen – a cartoon character running for Congress. I think we'll have some digital – or cartoon character who does not exist, is not real, and yet gets tens of thousands, if not millions of votes, if they don't actually win a seat in the U.S. Senate or Congress. And you'll see headlines that are like, uh, you know, uh, F- Flicky McDougal isn't real, but he just won his election in Pennsylvania. How are the How is the American government going to deal with this? And it's just like some cartoon rabbit uh, that gets elected to the Congress, and it's just like, okay, I guess, you know, you people chose this, so so there we go. Oh, dog mayors. Yeah, they're, they're like dog mayors and like cat mayors in like small towns. They just, it's like, they don't even need a mayor, so they just put an animal in that position. But I think like U.S. Senator, I think if, if people are willing to vote for John Fetterman, who literally cannot have a conversation, he literally has a teleprompter feeding him words to say, and he, he can't even read those out effectively or like reasonably i mean that you might as well at that point just put like what are the what's the what's the teddy bear that you put a tape in it tells you a story you might as well have one of those yeah teddy 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 rucks ruxpin whatever his name is you might as well might as well have senator teddy ruxpin the the talking teddy bear running for senate why not couldn't be any worse The answer to 1984 is 1776. And the answer to get additional 10% off at InfoWarsStore.com is 1776. We're running the Save InfoWars special right now. 40 to 50% off store-wide books, films, uh, documentaries, T-shirts, water filtration. Everything is massively discounted, up to 50%. But when you use... Promo code 1776. Get an additional 10% off. That's up to 60% off and double Patriot points, which means 10% off on your next order as well. These aren't just great products that empower your body, your immune system, your focus, your clarity, your your libido. They also keep us on air. We're in an info war. We're not funded by George Soros, the Democratic Party, or the globalists. We're funded by viewers and listeners and patriots like you. So please visit InfoWarsTour.com today. The sale's about to end. Promo code 1776 for up to 60% off. One of the ways that your audience, you encourage your audience to give you money is in cryptocurrency donations, right? Yes. Infowars.com forward slash crypto. That will end up as a clip on your show tonight. Objection. Your advertisement from your cryptocurrency page. People care about the First Amendment. And in the cryptocurrency, the cryptocurrency page, people can give you in Bitcoin. Yes. Yes. Ethereum. 
right? Yes. As well as XRP, Monero, Litecoin, USD Coin, Dogecoin, and Stellar. This is it. Give Crypto Fun Infowars. Sponsor us with Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. Thanks to your donations and your support at InfoWarsStore.com, InfoWars is able to broadcast free worldwide, combating the lies of the Great Reset. Give crypto fun InfoWars. Donate now. InfoWars.com forward slash crypto. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Oh, the locals be with us, for we have none other help in terms of adversity but thee. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Still, people are asking the question, what happened on Tuesday? What is going on in this country? I wonder if some of it's maybe just like normalization hangover that we're dealing with where people are are just still living in the world of reasonable expectations that doesn't exist anymore. It's perfectly reasonable to expect that when you have one political party that has absolute power, controls the Senate, controls the Congress, controls the executive branch, total domination in the federal realm of government, and yet for the last two years, absolutely everything has been worse from crime to the economy to the political unity of the country as a whole to international conflicts. I mean, how many times has Joe Biden's administration been openly disrespected by our Political so-called allies like Saudi Arabia, France, all these other people just laughing in Joe Biden's face, refusing to take his calls. I mean it's really just been embarrassment and humiliation on every front. So people expect – they're like, well, then we're going to sweep the – we're going to sweep the board. Republicans are going to sweep the board because clearly everybody – it's not even like a – it's not even like a you have to pay attention to politics sort of thing. It's like a everybody's life is tangibly worse because of the Democrat policies. Everybody knows the crime rate. Is spiking. Everybody sees that they're paying twice as much for food at the grocery store. Everybody knows that the border is wide open and it's costing us billions of dollars. And just massive crime. Everybody knows about the hundreds of thousands of people on fentanyl. It's just like the, the natural consequence of this would be that the people who brought all of this suffering about are ousted from office and people who promised to fix things are put in. But that's, that's not really the case anymore. We don't live in a world like that. And we have some explanations as to why that might be. I want to get into them here. On Twitter, Sean Fucht says this, Gen Z overwhelmingly, that is by 28 points, voted for abortion on demand, mutilation of children's bodies, weed, LGBTQ+, student loan forgiveness, lockdowns crushing society, open borders, casinos, strip clubs being essential over the church. The left hijacked their minds, he says. We need revival. And I don't even think it's necessarily hijacking of their minds. I think it's more of just destroying their minds. Like it's kind of it's kind of hard to explain, but it's a subtle difference that I think is an important one. That's not necessarily that they have actually convinced these people of anything. It's just that they have destroyed the ability for Gen Z to even be able to cognitively rationalize what they're seeing in their lives. 
I don't think it's, I don't think it's unexpected. I think it's insane and criminal that's been done to an entire generation. I mean, there's been stories since forever of like kids who are victims of abuse because their parents just lock them in a basement for their whole lives. And they just, you know, they come out and they just, they're not human, right? They're just like destroyed mentally. They don't know how to interact with people. They don't know what's right or wrong. They don't know what they should do in public versus what they do in public. They've been totally disconnected. Like they're, you know, the classic story of like the kid raised in the woods. Like that's an entire generation. Now an entire generation of Gen Z has by the authorities, by the government, been locked in their room, kept away from their friends and family and only allowed to communicate with the outside world through the most destructive psychological weapons the world has ever seen in the form of social media, TikTok and Instagram and Facebook and Twitter, who we know use their algorithmic you know, des- design of content to funnel to people what gives them dopamine rushes but is not good or, or healthy or, or anything of the sort. So it's just an entire – it's basically an entire generation of – feral children it's really what i think it is you know for example and and it extends up to the to the other generations as well not just gen z i think millennials are are stuck in this pretty heavily in uh, in addition to gen z seth dylan writes this on twitter nearly a quarter of a million people have voted not to require medical care for infants born alive so this is something you know again it's not that people have been convinced that this is somehow a good thing it's that their minds have been utterly like gutted of humanity. Montana referendum number 131 requires medical care for infants born alive. So you go up to somebody and you go, hey, here's a question. If there's a baby that was just born, should the doctors who delivered it be required to give it medical care? Should they be required to like a try to keep it alive and healthy? Who, who would say no to that? How could you possibly say no to that? I mean, it's it's like I would be insulted if you even asked me. You know, it's like it's like going up and going, "Hey, if I drop this pin, will it fall and hit the ground?" It's like, "What are you talking?" Yes, obviously. What? What are you talking? Why are you asking me such a stupid question? But apparently, it's not a stupid question. Apparently, more people said no than yes. More people said no. Doctors should not be required to keep a newborn, a baby alive. They should let it die. She put it on a on a metal tray, cold metal food service tray, and just let it expire, and then uh, toss the body in the dumpster. I mean, you know, is this something beyond just you know tricking people into voting for Democrats because they're bribing them? Because that's a part of it too, right? You have the the student loan issue where they're billions of people out there with student loans and you tell them hey vote for me i'll give you ten thousand bucks they're like all right sounds good to me it's just a vote whatever it doesn't cost me anything but it'll give me ten thousand bucks for it sure i'll do it right or weed or you know whatever those are just sort of like bribe things i guess you could say student loan forgiveness all that sort of stuff but that doesn't explain this that doesn't explain what's going on here there's something way deeper and more sickening and disturbing there's no trick to this right it's not like well do you think women should have a choice over their body and then you say yes and they're like great we're gonna kill babies when they're born it's like wait what i didn't know that was in the 
that was in the law. Like this isn't buried in a law somewhere. This isn't like a, well, I like the idea of abortion. And so I say yes, but then I didn't realize that the details were actually kind of horrific. No, no, it's just straight up ask the question. It's just straight up ask the question, should doctors be required to provide medical care to infants who are born alive, including after an attempted abortion? 52.1% of the respondents in Montana said no. Nearly a quarter million people said, no, you are not, you should not be required to provide medical care to newborn babies after they're born. You should be allowed to kill them. You should be allowed to let them die. It's one and the same. Those aren't, those aren't different things. So, I mean, you want to talk about feeling blackpilled. You want to talk about having no hope. I don't know how a country comes back from over half your population. This is in Montana, folks. This isn't New York. This isn't California. This is the state of Montana. Quarter million people in Montana have said they do not want to require medical professionals to render aid to children born alive after an abortion or or not. Uh, how do we get back from this? I honestly want to know. I'll open up the phone lines on the other side, but like, I don't, I don't know how you, I don't know how you do this anymore. The globalists are in an absolute panic right now. They are attacking and suing and censoring and spying on and engaging in bullying and physical attacks against populist conservatives and Christians, not just in America, but worldwide. And their number one most hated enemy in the media is InfoWars because we know the globalist number, we know their operation, we know their modus operandi, and we know how to take them down peacefully. We've got great products that fund the operation that also are incredibly powerful and the highest quality for your immune system and more. We have the biggest sale of the year going right now. Black Friday comes early. Use promo code 1776 and get up to 60% off on these best-selling products at InfoWarsStore.com. Biggest sale of the year, promo code 1776, up to 60% off. Take action now and empower your body. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Hey, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Let's talk a little bit more about what it may have been the election results we saw on Tuesday. Peter on Twitter at Niggledom, <laughs> what's his name, uh, wrote this thread that is actually extremely accurate in my opinion. I'll just go ahead and read it here. He says, this is my view of the U.S. elections, why Republicans lose and what they could do about it. He says, I'm not American, but visit often. We have similar issues in the U.K., Obviously, leadership matters, but if something if someone like Fetterman can win, something else is going on here. He says, Democrats realized a long time ago that most voters do not pay attention to issues or facts, but are driven mainly by fear. Republicans try to appeal to logic. That is absolutely a losing strategy. Democrats use short, easily digestible sound bites repeated over and over. 
It doesn't matter how puerile or stupid the, the assertions are either. They can flat out lie. No one cares. Some of the lies they use. Democracy is on the ballot. Fear. Republicans will take your rights. Loss or fear. Republicans only care for the rich and will take from you. Loss and fear. Again, they don't back this up by any evidence or specifics. They just say this sort of stuff. Republicans are terrorists. Fear. Republicans will let the planet burn. Fear. Republicans will put you in camps. Fear. Republicans are Nazis and white supremacists. Fear and many more. They're simple, utter nonsense and lies, but it doesn't matter. Every Democrat repeats these talking points endlessly. Their talking heads on the news and channel repeat them over and over again. They also get in first. Clinton immediately framed the Pelosi affair as an assassination attempt driven by MAGA and Republicans. January 6th was immediately framed as an insurrection driven by Trump. Russia interfered in the 2016 election. Complaining about the 2020 election is is election denying. It doesn't matter how ridiculous. It sticks. The hypocrisy accusation carries no weight as there's no associated fear or loss. Framing abortion as, quote, reproductive health was a stroke of genius. When they yell, Republicans will take your rights over your own body, there's no defense except by intellectual explanation, which means you've already lost. This is true of all of the above. So how do you fight it? He says you have to get down to their level. You have to have a consistent, short, fear-driven set of short – Uh, of short, easily repeatable affirmations. A few positive messages also, but playing on loss and fear is easily the most effective. And then every single candidate must repeat these over and over and over again. Proceed every single statement with Democrats lie every time. For uh, some examples, Democrats will take your house. Democrats let in terrorists. Democrats let fentanyl kill your children. Democrats are owned by China. Socialism kills. Social Democrats will destroy your freedom and so on. I'm sure someone can come up with a better list. Once you have the list, just ignore everything Dems say and simply repeat these ad nauseum. Lastly, get better candidates. Never apologize. Never get defensive in interview. Interviewer asks about abortion. Respond with my opponent wants to mutilate children. That's it. Do what they do, but do it better. Half of persuasion is fear. The other half is repetition. And of course, what he's illustrating is the sort of uh, Goebbels style Nazi propaganda tactics, right? Just repeat the same thing over and over. Uh, And he's right for the most part, but it's like, it's it's a little bit different though, right? It's a little bit different because what Republicans are talking about in general is real and Democrats actually want to do these things. I mean look at the some of the claims that he comes up – that Democrats say and it's just – they are just flat-out lies. They have no basis in reality or fact at all, even in the slightest, right? Democracy's on the ballot. Just like what does that even – What could that possibly mean? It means literally nothing. It is worse than saying nothing. It is a slogan with no purpose. It's like an advertisement when there's no product. It's like it's just nothing. Democracy is on the ballot. What? What does that even mean? Literally nothing. (laughs) If you're voting, that's democracy. Like what? Okay, fine. Uh, Republicans will take your rights. And that's one of the ones. They just make these claims. Doesn't mean anything. They don't offer to explain why, like what rights are being taken away. doesn't matter. What what they – if they even feel the need to justify it, what they'll say is, well, what the Republicans want to do will impact certain minority groups more than others. So therefore the whole purpose of the law is to target minority groups. Therefore it's a racist law to take your rights. It's ridiculous, right? If you say, well, I want there to be – punishment for crimes and they go, oh, well, black people commit more crimes. So now that 
law will affect black people more. So really you're just trying to keep down minorities. No, we're trying to keep down crime. But it doesn't matter. None of that matters. It, they're just blatant, ridiculous, baseless lies. Republicans are terrorists. Republicans want to put you in camps. They're literally like building the camps, being like Republicans want to put you in these, like the ones they're building, the quarantine camps and the crap that we stood up against. It's insane. Republicans are Nazis, white supremacists. And then Republicans feel the need to like defend themselves because they're not, and these are ridiculous claims, but they just make them over and over. Whereas if you look at the things that Republicans talk about, Democrats are mutilating children. It's not even up for debate. It's completely insane that anybody claims that this isn't happening. They give seminars about it. It's happening all over the place. So it's like it's insane that Republicans are complaining about things Democrats actually do, legitimate concerns they have. Democrats just come up with nonsense. So it's not like you need to come up with a a list like the Democrats do of just like making these claims and whatever. It's that the media landscape in America is so overwhelmingly Democrat that it doesn't even matter if Republicans come up with good talking points that everybody repeats. It it doesn't matter because the the field that you're playing on has been set, has been decided and established by the Democrats themselves. So, you know, it's like Democrats will take your house, Democrats let in terrorists, Democrats let fentanyl kill your children. These aren't lies. These are true. This is what's happening, right? The open borders are letting in terrorists. The open borders are contributing to the fentanyl crisis that is killing hundreds of thousands of people. None of this is even up for debate. It's all undeniably true. But they don't care and people – and they, they have so controlled people's minds. Like it, it's – again, it's almost, it's almost hard to explain. I was trying to think of like a good metaphor, maybe like a good like, – like a popular movie that – where this type of thing happens. The only one I can think of is like, is like Pirates of the Caribbean and, and nobody even – nobody even realizes this happens in Pirates of the Caribbean. But like the, the first Pirates of the Caribbean, everything bad that happens is because everyone thinks that Jack – Captain Jack is a liar Right, So everybody has this perception of Captain Jack. Oh, he's a liar. He's a pirate. You can't trust him. So Captain Jack tells the truth about something. He's like, this is what's happening, and here's what we need to do. And everybody else assumes he's lying, so they all act as if he's lying. You know, They all take their actions as if what he said is a lie, and then it screws everything up because it turns out he was telling the truth in the first place, and if they would have just listened to him, it would have worked out. Like I know this is totally vague and out there and, and probably doesn't make any sense, but like that's how it feels – to be a Republican where you're like, hey, there's fentanyl coming across the border and it's killing hundreds of thousands of people. That's true. It's because we care about the people that are being killed. It's because it's a poison that could easily be stopped and there's no reason to allow this to happen. But the perception of Republicans as spread by the mainstream media is really Republicans are just racist and Republicans just don't like brown people crossing the border. So when they talk about fentanyl, you can just ignore that claim because really they're just racist and they're coming up with an excuse to for their racism. And so it's like you're just we're just here telling the truth. We're just trying to do what's right. But the but the well has been poisoned. The minds of the democrats is so poisoned against republicans that they don't listen to the things that you're saying you can talk about real issues you can talk about genital mutilation and they go oh you're just a homophobe that doesn't want people to love who they want to love and it's just like i don't know what to tell you man they're cutting off little kids breasts they're castrating little boys i i don't know i don't know how you think that's homophobic but like that's what's actually happening and i care about that I'm sorry, I, you know, your mind has been so poisoned against me that you can't see reality for what it is. But, I, you know, we're getting desperate at this point.
but no matter what it is, no matter any of these issues that this guy brings up, like, you know, if they're true and they're, they're things that Republicans should be unified on and our messaging should be simple, like these sound bites that are just put this across, they don't care. The Democrats do not care. The mainstream media does not care. So therefore, the people that listen to mainstream media do not care about these issues. So yes, they're letting in fentanyl. They don't care. They think you're racist. Yes, they're mutilating children. They don't care. They think you're a homophobe. So it's like it's far beyond talking points at this at this point. I, honestly, I'm 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 blackpilled today. That's it. Why don't we talk about cryptocurrency? Okay. Because one of the ways that your audience you encourage your audience to give you money is in cryptocurrency donations, right? Yes. And you have a page on your website that's just for cryptocurrency donations, right? Infowars.com forward slash crypto. Is that a little advertisement just there? Well, we're fighting the deep state. We need okay. money. All right. This is it. Give crypto. Fund Infowars. Sponsor us with Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies, right? That will end up as a clip on your show tonight. Okay. Your advertisement for your cryptocurrency page. You know... I mean, I mean, people want to keep us in the fight. So I, I, I mean, I hope whoever the big whales are, they'll give us money before we keep going. We'll just keep, we'll just keep minting money as you're in this courtroom. Objection, Judge. All right, let's move on. No, I mean, and people care about the First Amendment. And- I'm pointing my finger at you, and I'm also pointing it right back at myself. You forget to take your multivitamins. You forget to take your vitamin D3. You forget to take your Brain Force Plus. You forget to take DNA Force Plus. You forget to take DX3. And you know it makes your life better. And you know it makes you healthier. And you constantly forget. And when you remember to do it, you're a lot healthier. This stuff will blow you away. Plus, it funds our operation. we got the biggest sale of the year going right now at InfoWarsStore.com with promo code 1776. Go to InfoWarsStore.com and use promo code 1776 to get up to 60% off on these best-selling products. The lowest deal is 40%. Most of the sales are 60 or 50% when you use promo code 1776. There's too many products to tell you about them all. They're all kick-ass. They keep us on the air. Please continue to support, and I love you, and I thank you. 1776 at InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I think one of the reasons why Democrats do so well I think I think a lot of people underestimate how many one topic voters there are. Like I think a lot of voters, if you ask them like why'd you vote for one person over another, they'll have one thing that they know about or are concerned about. A lot of times that's abortion and that's a big, you know, talking point now. That again just sort of came out of nowhere. I mean I guess that had to do with the Rovers Wade being rolled black, rolled back, but even that is not it's not like a bad thing for if you're in favor of abortion. It just means it goes back to the states. It wasn't a anti. It wasn't an anti-abortion thing, but you know they just have one thing, or, or like student loan forgiveness, or marijuana legalization. Like I think there's mi- tens of millions of people 
in the country that they don't care about politics. They don't think politics affects their everyday life. They have no concern about the relation between politics and inflation or, you know, the war in Ukraine. Like that's all far away and it doesn't matter to them. But they're just like, but, you know, I want legal weed, so I'll vote for the person that gives me legal weed. Or I have a student loan debt, and so I'll vote for the people that will pay it for me. It really is just as simple as that. So, you know, in the last segment, we showed that thread where they're talking about the way that Democrats just all unify their message on single sound bite talking points that push fear of Republicans as something dangerous or anti-democratic or whatever. Uh, but I think a lot more of it has to do with sort of the open bribing of Democrats in a lot of ways. And so I think this thread from Twitter actually is more accurate, but but they're both true. You know, both these things are not mutually exclusive. They're, they're both true at the same time. Uh, this one is by, I don't even know how to say this name, uh, Apokekarumenen, <laughs> A-P-O-K-E-K-R-U-M-M-E-N-A-I-N. So however you pronounce that. This thread's pretty brilliant. He says, my election hot take thread. Why did the Republicans not do well? Mainly this. Republicans are bad at politics. End of story. So what do I mean by this? Well, let's look at things Democrats do well. First off, they reward their voters on issues important to them. For example, Dems say, if you vote for us, we'll make sure you can get abortions. Dems, if you vote for us, we'll make sure your student loan debt is forgiven. Dems, if you vote for us, we'll protect the environment. Secondly, the Dems are quite comfortable punishing their enemies. They're all for cancel culture, queering the schools, mass immigration, globalism. They're willing to go to racial politics to reward minority voters with quotas and punish Republican voters, i.e. whites. Third, Dems are also, also understand that political loyalty is built not through ideological conformity but rather through patronage networks, including tax dollars to reward their friends. Fourth, Dems understand that politics is one on the ground, activism, voter registration, busing in voters, controlling election offices. It also means controlling the rules so that the system always is tilted in their favor. The Republicans, on the other hand, other than tax cuts, which strangely enough likely benefit Democrat voters more because uh, there are more high-income voters on the left, really don't have a plan to benefit their voters. What do Republican voters get from voting Republican? I would argue other than SCOTUS judges, and that can be dicey thing long-term, the Republicans do nothing to benefit their voters, nothing. Their biggest message uh, is vote for us to stop the Democrats. But tell me. Does anyone have an answer? What are the Republicans doing to stop Dems? The honest answer, not a whole hell of a lot. Most Republicans have their as their goal merely to get elected. Honestly, the whole Trump thing is a red herring as far as I'm concerned, a sideshow that distracts us from the real issues. The problem with Republicans is that they focus on ideas and policy, often the wrong ideas, over organizing and building on the ground patronage networks within the bureaucracies and over political machines down to the community level. But the big reason Republicans don't win is that they want to win elections without doing actual politics. Republican leaders do not want to reward their voters for their votes. Republican leaders have no will for punishing people for voting Democrat. I think that one's actually important here. Republican voters need to know that their Republican vote will directly benefit them. Stop with the tax cuts already. They likely benefit Dems more than Republican voters anyway. How are we being rewarded for voting Republicans? Stopping the Dems is not enough. What does that even mean anyway? How do they plan to punish Democrats and their supporters? Dems know the answers to these questions. Do you as a Republican voter know the answer?
Reward your friends and punish your enemies. Dems understand this. Republican politicians do not, and they think their ideas, which are bad, will win the day. Republicans give no one reasons to vote for them. Dems do. It's that simple. For those who think that the whole analysis of political of politics of punish your enemies and reward your friends is an after-the-fact thing, I've advocated this before, and I think one quote tweet or reply called this type of politics repugnant. Well, it's why the G- GOP loses. No stones. For good measure, a reminder of what was and what might be once again the flag of the Sons of Liberty. Again, whether whether it's good or not, it is true. Democrats get into power and then they use that power to further their agenda. I mean, we pointed this out as far back as the 2020 elections when it came to people like Lena Hidalgo in Harris County, running for Harris County judge. She didn't run on, I'll be the best judge. She didn't run on, I have experience and qualifications to actually occupy this position. She ran on the idea that if she was in office, she would then use that power and the resources that she has control of in that office to further socialism. Like her entire campaign pitch was like, hey, if you vote for me, we'll start programs in schools to teach kids the importance of government and social policy. We'll you know, have – carnival days that the government will sponsor to where people can come to the government and learn how what a good thing it is to have democratic rule in our government like she didn't even suggest that she would be good at the job or that she would be fair or balanced or anything she actively made the the argument put me in office and i will use my position to further our political agenda now ron DeSantis has actually done that and if you look at florida and why florida did so well is because he did put in place things to punish the Democrats and reward Republicans, and not in a corrupt sort of way, just in a we are working for you sort of way. Things like stopping Disney from you know, bankrupting the state in order to get you know, homosexuality taught in elementary schools. Like it's just – just bizarre. Like they actually went and made it illegal to do transgender surgeries on children. They just did that and it worked. And Republicans went, okay, this is what a robust Republican party looks like. This is what a aggressive Republican party looks like. You vote for them, then they put laws into place that actually reflect your agenda. So it's a very important you know, lesson to be learned there. I don't know if Republicans even have the capability of of learning that lesson. But all you have to do is look at what the Democrats are doing. And I guess it's kind of like a self-defeating thing, right? I guess it's like if you vote for – if you've got one one group of people that's like, yeah, you put us into positions of power and we'll use that power to benefit you. We'll reward you. I'll pay your loan. You know, I'll give you something. I'll reward you with something. And look at Look at Beto's – campaign promises from again back in 2016 or 2018 or 2020 even i mean his entire list of policies was just a list of giveaways it's like we'll give you free internet free health care free uh, child care free preschool free telephones just it was all just a, just free giveaway stuff so i think a lot of people out there don't know anything about politics and are like, hey, if I vote for that guy, I'm getting free crap, so I'll vote for that guy. I mean, it really is as simple as that. It's depressing. It's sad. It's why democracy is is evil. It's because people can do that with democracy. 
This isn't anything new. This goes back to Rome, ancient Rome, and the fall of the Republic and the collapse of that system. The corn dole, like this, this was an issue, and people understood it back then. They go, you are bribing your constituents with money from the public coffers. You're just telling them, hey, vote for me, and I'll take that guy's money and give it to you. And it's the same thing that's happening here with the Democrats. So it, it sucks. It wouldn't, it wouldn't work if you had a moral population, if you had a population that rejected things out of morality rather than accepted it out of convenience, then this wouldn't be an issue. But that's not the case anymore, and it's, it's increasingly not the case. And it has a lot to do with the fact that Democrats have so abandoned any semblance of morality in their pursuit of power. And so people recognize that and they go, well, if everybody else is doing it, I better do it too. You know, it, is there a moral person out there that goes, well, I, you know, I signed up for this student loan. I promised to pay it back. That's on me. It's my, it's my honor. It's my, you know, soul at, at risk here. So I'm going to pay this off myself. I'm not going to take your blood money. Are, they, are any of them willing to do that? Or are they going, well, they're all getting money. Then I want money too. So it's a death of morality that's really allowing the Democrats to succeed. And it's the Republicans in sort of a untenable position where they're trying to compete with immoral people using morality. It's not going to work. So either Republicans need to get more robust and aggressive and in your face or say goodbye to any semblance of morality at all. The answer to 1984 is 1776. And the answer to get additional 10% off at InfoWarsStore.com is 1776. We're running the Save InfoWars special right now. 40 to 50% off store-wide books, films, uh, documentaries, t-shirts, water filtration. Everything is massively discounted up to 50%. But when you use Promo code 1776. Get an additional 10% off. That's up to 60% off and double Patriot points, which means 10% off on your next order as well. These aren't just great products that empower your body, your immune system, your focus, your clarity, your, your libido. They also keep us on air. We're in an info war. We're not funded by George Soros, the Democratic Party, or the globalists. We're funded by viewers and listeners and patriots like you. So please visit InfoWarsStore.com today. The sale's about to end. Promo code 1776 for up to 60% off.